This is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying. And I'm your host, Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. What is up, you guys? And welcome back for another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. You know what is up? We back in this thing, back in the studio, talking to you all, doing um what I like to do most. Apologies for the late episode, but I was taking a break. I was relaxing, you know. Um, As always, if you don't know who I am by now, I am your host, Sydney, discussing the latest and greatest in the news of what has gotten on my nerves this week. Because y'all, it was definitely something. And we're at the start of a new year. So I'm definitely already not trying to start off on thin ice with myself. But I can already peep what is and what won't get on my nerves. Um, This is the first episode of the year. It's solo. Um, Happy New Year's, folks. We're really in 2022 um, or 2020 again, as the folks are calling it. You know, that's what I've heard on the streets. But new guests are in the works you guys along with more fun and relatable content I'm even bouncing around um with an idea that somebody brought to me recently that I hadn't even considered so I'm really excited to explore it and you know y'all gotta stay y'all gotta stay tuned for all of that I don't want to give too many details no spoilers you just got to come back for another episode and see what has changed but starting off with the very first segment we have fed up or f***ed up so any new listeners I hope I got some new listeners (laughs) you guys this segment I typically use when I have new guests so I can like distinguish how they are as a person because you really can't tell anything about a person until you see them upset or like very displeased like you really learn about a person when you know about what gets under their skin so since I don't have a guest this week I'll just be talking about something that has aggravated me so NFT LTC KFC I cannot tell the difference and I am not doing that just to rhyme and be cute but like it's a new year for one um the first thing on my mind whenever we're entering the new year is money I feel like the best way to start off the year is getting those finances in order really planning ahead how you want to spend your money what areas you could be making some more money like that's just me in general I feel like I think about that every year at the start of the year um And even recently, I had to get my life under control because I had a few monthly subscriptions that I had completely forgotten about. Shame on me. They were just coming in and I said, wait a minute, what does this mean? Monthly deduction. This is not what? Why am I doing this? So canceling it, trying to get that in order. But y'all know the latest news is all about NFTs and crypto, along with plenty of other digital currencies that I don't understand. And I'd love to understand them, not saying that, hey, one day down the line, I won't own an NFT or sell an NFT or have some Bitcoin. But my thing is just, it's a lot to grasp. 
considering you can't like you're not spending this or seeing it as you would tangible dollars like I I'm not going to be going into my account and seeing that off bat and it's going to take a lot more to research to even get into most times when I hear people even discussing digital currency and digital assets you have to do like a deep dive so yes but one interesting thing is that I noticed when I was trying to understand more about why and how digital assets are the next best thing, I only got more confused. Now, y'all explain this to me, if this makes sense to you guys, because some of you, you may be like, I completely understand it and grasp the concept, Sydney. That's you, your brain is small, like a peanut. I'm sorry, you gotta figure it out. But still, did y'all know that no one really even knows who is behind um bitcoin like it was literally created um by some engineer developer that gave uh, a name and has been credited as developing the world's first and largest cryptocurrency which i said before is bitcoin but that name doesn't trace back to an identifiable person Like they have all of these theories about how these people may or may not be the inventor. Um, There has even been claims from a few well-known and wealthy investors who have stated before they're the person behind the the, um, digital persona, but nothing has like stuck like grits. Like, okay, this is the person they have viable proof they're credible like yes this is it so please explain to me why I would invest in something that nobody can even trace back who did who created it like what that is absolutely nuts again I'm not knocking people for doing it I'm just like that's a lot and people keep talking about it more and more but I'm like baby between inflation miss delta florona Omorion, all of these variants, I have other things to focus on. Like, it would be nice to own maybe an NFT of the um, of Beyonce's homecoming, but I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. I don't know. I really don't. But <laughs> moving on to the main segment of the show, or as uh, prior listeners No, it's by the make it make sense segment. We're only 10 days into the new year and nothing sounds more, you know, the same old, same old, like preparing to change yourself for the better. It's a new year. This is your new fresh start. You know, I am a firm believer in the fact that it's never too late to reinvent yourself but I myself am not putting on any pressure to improve at all um I truly cannot think of a resolution that I have for myself uh like in the past when I definitely was that person who had a detailed list you know I was ready for these this is what I need to focus on these are areas I need to get through um 
not saying that I was an overachiever, but definitely feel like I was an overachiever in that arena of being like, it's January, I got to hit the ground running with different things. Um, But again, I think I'm past that. You know, most times I fell back into the habits that I assured myself at the beginning I would steer clear of, but only because it felt so difficult. Like, It felt difficult in the aspect of being like, oh my gosh, I have so much to tackle. Like, yes, I have an entire year ahead, but this can be kind of overwhelming to look at. Um, And recently I saw a TikTok where somebody was saying, hey, you know, I'm just giving a word of encouragement for anybody out there watching, but... Remember, there is a thin line between self-improvement and self-hatred, which is actually what tends to occur when we start off the year so focused on the things that we have to change about ourselves and new habits that we have to develop. It's kind of like it's overwhelming. Again, we find ourselves going from the spot of I got to do better, got to be better to like, damn, why am I not better? Why is this taking so long? Why is this not looking how I thought it would look in terms of changing my behavior, whether it's changing your diet, changing the people you talk around, just a whole bunch of different things. But I wanted to get into that because it's still a very well-researched arena of psychology and there are a lot of studies that show it's a self-engineering challenge like we literally are mentally programmed that makes it harder to drop these annoying habits and get rid of them um and Throughout these articles and throughout what the research was showing about why it's so difficult to change your behavior, I found some very interesting tab tab bits and tab points that I wanted to discuss with you all because you know what better place to bring it than here. Now again, you guys, these I'm not saying um this is what happens in every scenario for everybody these are just things that are like commonalities and why people don't see that change right away or fall back into habits so quickly or beat themselves up when they fall back into habits so quickly so we are motivated more by negative emotions which are a lot more difficult to embrace so using fear to make you better will only hinder you Like, you know, it could be an example of a woman saying, oh, I have to widen my dating pool. Like, you know what? Maybe my standards are too high. Maybe I am too picky because I'm getting older. I don't have as much time to date as I would like to. I'm going to be withered up or I won't have anybody by then. They get into this idea of if I can scare myself enough to get out of my comfort zone to pick up this new habit then it's going to be better when it's like no you actually need a more positive goal behind it and to have more positive reinforcement so instead of thinking about age you could be like well I'm widening it I'm widening the pool of the people I'm seeing and my type to experience more give people who I thought it wouldn't work out in the past a chance I wouldn't always suggest that for my ladies because you know most time we write and we don't like somebody but still 
if there are those times when you want to change, it should be again, like a positive goal behind you. You should be doing this to shit on anybody. You shouldn't. No, this should be for the betterment of humanity, as they always say in quite crack jokes about. Um, one other things they also mention when it comes to the like difficulty of changing yourself is we don't get an arsenal of tools to ensure we're adopting the best practices for what it is we want to accomplish. You got to have reliable resources to support sustained changes, whether it is affirmations on your phone, an accountability partner, whatever you need it. You cannot do it just all on your own. It's too much self-reliance to change something or a habit that you've been doing for eight, nine years. It's, you not just go wake up uh, the next day and it changed. I mean, I have heard some odd things about, you know, people who wanted to quit smoking and they got hypnotized. But I still don't think it works like that. I still don't think it works like that. Like, I don't think you could just hypnotize yourself into going to the gym more, drinking less, staying off social media as much. Like, I don't think you can. I think instead you could set a limit on your phone, pick up a book, um... I don't know, find some other stuff like you still have to set those resources in place or you liable to fall back. Trying to change too much too quickly. And this speaks for itself, you know, getting um, getting a like trying to think like trying to wrangle everything at once is a lot. I personally have a limited attention span and making commitments can be harder for me because, oh, that's a lot to commit to everything. I, I I can't drink coffee. I can't drink alcohol, no soda. Like, is there any pleasantry? Um, I do like water, but no kombucha. Like, we got to throw something else in there or even then – just because I stopped drinking caffeine, I don't know if I'm going to always have enough energy to go to the gym as well. So again, these are habits you've already formed for a while. So you can easily slip back into another habit if you're trying to focus on too much at once. Like if you're just trying to go tur- cold turkey on everything, you're going to fall back in the habit of one thing. It's It's more of a thing of being like, It's not a race, it's a marathon. So you got to pick up little things along the way. Like, oh, you know, I didn't actually, um, I'm trying to think of like something that can like flow over to it. Like instead of being like, okay, I'm going to save my money. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stay off social media. Like you just go be at home, maybe bored. So maybe you could be like, okay, I'm going to stop going out as much. Then you stop and you at home, but you're like, huh, I'm looking on my phone a lot. Okay, since I have cut back on going out, maybe I am going to like chill out on my phone or y'all get what I'm saying. Just don't don't try taking on too much at once. Um, Last but not least, I feel like I liked, well, not so much like this one the most, but this makes a lot of sense just in terms of how we beat ourselves up when we don't see the change in ourselves as quickly. Um, But the biggest issue is people don't accept failure. You can't always rise to the occasion and you may slip back on a few commitments. You stayed up late one night. um, You actually responded to that person you blocked. You went over budget for that month. Like it happens. The quicker 
you accept it, the quicker you'll be able to get back on track and move on. It happens. We all can fall back into patterns, good or bad, because that's just our nature. It's a habit. We've done it for so long. Most times you're doing stuff unconsciously. Like, I know me, I really... (laughs) I really want to cut back on caffeine. Again, it's not a resolution because I'm still drinking coffee, how much I like. But I'm still just like, eh, okay, maybe I'm going to start making myself go to bed earlier. You know, I'm going to start working out to kind of like tire myself out. That way I know I'm getting a better night's rest. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm not always looking to grab that caffeine and get an espresso and spending all my monies up because i taking things to put into progress or if I do wake up and I accidentally have a cup um after three days instead of a week I just say you know I'm just gonna start over tomorrow I'll just make sure I don't have a cup but it's not like I'm beating myself up about it you know you gotta accept failure and accept again we're human we have habits good bad ugly and all like I said I don't have any resolutions, staying alive, making money. I did all of that last year. I'm doing it now. I can accomplish what I can accomplish. I'm just not going to put a time stamp on it Um, and do what I can when I can. You know, what feels good to me now, that's what I'm going to continue to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you all should do the same. I really do. I think it's good. Uh, don't be too harsh on yourself. Don't feel like you can't change because you will you will just take time take a little progress okay you guys moving on to the last and final segment of the show we have the you are drove so for any new listeners um that are non-st louisans drove it's just like terminology for thinking something was gonna work out in your favor and it does not it does not work out how you thought it was and that's okay because we all go through it. We all go through it. It happens. But some people been going through it a little harder than others. Not not to say that these aren't just the consequences of their actions. But y'all, did y'all know that 738 people have been charged thus far in the January 6th Capitol insurrections? That's crazy. That is crazy. I know a lot of people joked when it first happened when the insurrection, like, Oh my God, I really got to ask people where they were that day. But no, you need to because it's looking like it's a lot more people than um, some people thought it was. Like, I'm just a person who I try to keep up with the latest and greatest in terms of the news. So this isn't any a story that I was particularly consumed by, but just hearing more and more about it and the steps that Congress is trying to take um, to kind of be on the front lines of saying, hey, we're handling this. This is what happened. We're going to get justice. It's still very trippy. Um, If you aren't familiar, you should be again. A pro-Trump mob descended on the Capitol on January 6, 2021. um, And now hundreds face criminal charges because it was basically domestic terrorism. Like, they stormed in. They looked a mess. People did die. I believe they were over um, five deaths. During the insurrection, I I was trying to look up and find the correct amount just in turn well not the correct amount but 
give the exact numbers on how many people were pro-Trump and then how many people were actually like security guards and so forth. But that was a little bit fuzzy. But the Department of Justice actually estimates that between 2,000 and 2,500 people were there that day. So that means they got a long way to go to hold all of these people accountable. But I'm just excited to see what that will look like. Like some people are facing criminal charges. Um, Some people are pleading guilty. I feel like a lot of them aren't. But it's just, it's interesting. Like I keep hearing all these bits and pieces, but I just want to know more. And I know all of these people are like, oh my gosh, you know, we have to commemorate this and we have to commemorate that. I'm like, nah, send send them to jail first. We'll commemorate it afterwards. Because I want these people to understand that there are real consequences when you get out of line and act an ass. And not on me acting an ass like a Black Lives Matter um, protest or anything like that. I mean, no, going out there and showing, showing your ass. Because that's what those people did. Like, literally, I remember being at home watching the news and being like, am I really watching what I think I'm watching? And sure enough. I was um, one other thing that these uh, broadcasts have talked about in terms of the investigation is that the FBI has been swamped by evidence like they have looked through 15,000 hours of footage from surveillance and law enforcement body cameras, electronic communication um, and over 270,000 tips from the public. So that's what's interesting to me. People are actually helping and identifying who they've seen and sharing evidence that they have connecting these people that they're accusing to actually being there. And the FBI is seeing it through and charging them. But you know what? In a way, they were their own demise because just like I was watching TV, there were plenty of people who were there Posting it on social media. Like, you know, we got some people maybe faking a video, some things looking a little doctored up on camera, but people were broadcasting it in real time. So they snitched on themselves, baby. I mean, yeah, wouldn't be me, but then again, I would not be there. No, mm -mm, I don't have time, but... Again, this is going to be something that I am just going to kind of keep in the backlog. I'm going to take a peek every few weeks just to see where they get in on this. Because I'm, en- I'm enjoying it. I am. I really am. But you guys, that's it for this week's episode. I didn't keep you for long. It was fun. Catching back up. I... Hope you all have had a very, very wonderful start to your new year. If anything, you should start the year off with us, not only now, but later on by sending us a mail. Y'all keep thinking I'm not going to do this whole spiel at the end of an episode, but here we are and here I am doing it. So like I said, I actually don't mind hearing the complaints of others, but only when it's right. Let me judge your annoyances, both big and small, to see if you should be annoyed or offended and make sure to email them too annoyed not offended at gmail.com but that's it everybody bye tune in next week capiche adios
Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyednotoffended at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Annoyed Not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.